Galatians chapter 6. And I'm going to read from verse 6, 7 to 9. Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 to 9. If you find your place, I want you to stand with me as we read the Bible together. If you find your place in the book of Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 to 9, I want you to stand with me as we read the Bible together. I read. If you find your place, just stand and... The Bible says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, shall of the spirit Reap life everlasting. Look at verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'm going to read that passage again. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. If we faint not. Uh, this morning I want to preach on the subject of weariness in well-doing. Weariness in well-doing. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this privilege that you have given us this morning. Thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Father, we come together as believers, as brethren, this morning. We pray that we open our eyes to see the truth of your word. Give us the understanding to accept the truth as it is this morning. Help us, O oh Lord, to go home, change through your word. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have our seat. Uh, there was a man by the name of uh, D.L. Moody. He was a preacher. And one day someone asked him, Mr. D.L. Moody, have you ever gotten tired of the work? And the preacher looked at the person that asked him. And he said, I never got tired of the work, but I've I've got tired in the work. Amen? The Bible tells us here, because my third verse is in verse 9. The Bible says, And let us not be weary in well-doing. If you are not doing something, you will never get weary of that thing. So the Bible is telling us this morning that we should not be weary in well-doing. You know, a lot of Christians today, they are tired of doing what is right. They are doing what is right, but because of the continuity of what they are doing right, they are tired of doing what is right. Now, when you look at this passage of the scripture, it is addressed to Christians. It is addressed to believers, not to unbelievers, who are not doing anything. 
And these believers in their Christian journey, they began to get tired and weary in the things that they are doing for the Lord. And to encourage the believers that, listen up, being tired, being weary is something that is normal for a Christian. But I want to encourage you this morning that you should not be weary in well-doing. We are serving the Lord. You know, sometimes in serving the Lord, we want to quit. We want to throw in the towel. We want to leave and walk home. Just like many people have done in the past. I read a story of a missionary to Congo. This missionary to Congo, he has been laboring for so many years. He never sees someone responded to the gospel being presented to the city, to the, to the village. And one day, this missionary left. He quit. And 90 years later, there was a young boy that time that always hide himself when the missionary is preaching. And this young man, he became a Christian and he carried on the work that the missionary left undone. Every one of us, we need to understand that weariness is something that, I mean, that we all feel in our lives, we all feel in our place of work. No, weariness is a feeling of being tired about a particular cause or action. You know, being weary is a state of soul that affects the body and every decision of our lives. No, being weary, it will take away your strength. It takes away our strength. It takes away our energy. And also, it takes away our enthusiasm. You know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, you are all happy and excited to go to church. And in the middle of the day, or in the middle of getting ready to go to church, something begins to die on you. Say, you know, let me just sit down a little bit. Or let me just watch news a little bit. Or let me just find something to ease. Something, you begin to feel that, that feeling of getting weary of the enthusiasm that you've started on the day. You know, the Apostle Paul must have understood what these believers were going through in their newfound faith. You know, everyone thinks that they are crazy. You know, because you left Judaism and you went into Christianity, they thought that, no, why in the, why in the world are you doing this? You know, you remember the time when the people, they started walking away from him that called them onto the liberty into another gospel. They were walking away from the gospel, from the real gospel. And Apostle Paul was challenging the listeners as believers You should not walk away from the gospel that you have heard. You know, we find ourselves in that situation too. Maybe you are the only one standing for God. You are the only one doing what you are supposed to do. And you begin to have that feeling. And everyone around you thinks that you are crazy. You know, everyone thinks that you are living the path that you you have been taught. And they are walking in a direction that they were not supposed to walk. You know, maybe you are here this morning... And you are weary in well-doing. People discourage your hearts about what you are trying to do. And are trying to do for the Lord. I want you to understand that you should not be weary in well-doing. The Bible tells us that let us not be weary in well-doing. The command to be weary in well-doing is for every one of us as believers. It's a command. Let us not be weary in well-doing. You know, we are serving the Lord. You know, why do you serve the Lord? You know, why do you go to that church? You know, they don't even, they don't even, I've seen so many people, they've questioned many of you, you know, why do you even go to that church? 
They don't even pray. They don't even dance. They don't even do night vigil. They don't even speak in tongues. They don't even do miracles. They don't do what other churches are doing. Why are you still going to that church? And in your mind and in your heart, that you know, I don't see any purpose for me to go to that church because they are not doing what the mainstream churches are doing. And you are giving these thoughts in your heart. And you are thinking about them too. And the moment you are thinking about all these things, you begin to wear out of the enthusiasm and the passion that you have for the Lord. The admonition comes as a command from the Lord to every believer. Because weariness is a common condition that we feel. In the Bible, someone also felt the same thing. In the book of Psalm. Take your Bibles to the book of Psalm. I want you to see something in the book of Psalm 42. The book of Psalm 42. Psalm 42. I want you to take your Bibles to Psalm 42. This is David. David felt a lot of discouragement in his life. Look at what it says in Psalm 42. Look at verse 5. Psalm 42 verse 5. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says here, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. So we can understand from the Bible that David also felt the same willingness in his soul. Say, why art thou cast down, O my soul? So if you are feeling being tired and weary of what you are going through for the Lord right now, I want you to understand that you are not the only person in this situation. Why are you cast down, oh my soul? We ask ourselves, now I used to have this passion for the Lord, but why am I not having this passion for the Lord anymore? Look at what it says in verse 6 again. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Ammonites from the hill of Misar. And look at what it says in verse 11 again. He repeated the same thing. He said, Why are thou cast down, O my soul? And why are thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the earth of my countenance and my God. And look at what the Bible says in 43 verse 5 again. The same chapter, it says the same thing again. It says, Why has thou cast down all my soul? Why has thou disquieted within me? Hope that in God, for I shall yet praise him for, he, for who is the earth of my countenance and my God. Let me tell you this morning, if David, the man that God called a man after his own heart, if he was able to feel the sense of weariness in what he's doing for the Lord, I believe every one of us this morning, we are going to feel the same thing too. No, don't think, oh, I'm super Christian. I can't feel willingness within me. I'm a super Christian. I can't get discouraged. Let me tell you something. Every one of us, one day, we are going to get discouraged. But let me tell you this morning that the reason why many people quit because they do not have enough courage to know how they can deal with discouragement and willingness when it comes. Being discouraged. Many a great man of God in the Bible feels the same thing in their lives. And we will see how they get with weariness in their lives. But before we do that, I want us to look at the problem of weariness in well-doing. You know, what are the problems that you are going to face when you are weary? 
Now, what are the problems of weariness? Number one problem that you are going to face, the problem of weariness is, it is so distressing. When you are weary, it so distracts. You know what David says? Why are that cast down? Oh, my soul. I believe strongly with all my heart that it was so distressed to the point that it was unable to do anything. You know, when you are weary, maybe your business is not what it's supposed to be. You begin to feel the sense of why should I get up and go to work? You know, why should I get up and do what I'm supposed to do? You know, why should I even pray? Why should I even read my Bible? You know, what is the purpose? What is the reason of what I'm doing? It is so distressing. The task that we started with excitement becomes a burden under the influence of weariness. We groan to make it ourselves out of the problem. We come to church in the morning and we get so distracted to make an attempt to do it again in the evening. Every one of us, we are going to face distress of weariness when we allow weariness to grip us. And number two, the problem of weariness, it makes our work defective. It makes our work defective. We cannot move fast when the stream turns against you. There is no way you can move fast. When you are so weary, you are burdened. You know, it's like you are carrying a weight on your shoulder and you want to run. You can never run. You know, willingness is a burden that every one of us, one point in our lives that we are going to carry. If you don't know how to deal with weariness, you are going to carry it with you and it will bog you down. It will not make you effective. It will make you defective in the service and in the work that you are doing. And number three, the problem with willingness, it may lead to ab- I mean, abandonment of our mission. It will lead with ab- abandon, for you to abandon what you were supposed to do. You know, when you embark on a journey or a project and a business and you face weariness, if it is not well treated, you will abandon the project. You will quit and go home. I remember when I was in school, you know, I had no one to support me. I had no one to help. You know, my brothers, they were all in school. I mean, they, I mean, my brothers, they were all in school. My sister, she was in school. And I was in another country. And I, I came, I mean, it came to that point in my life that I, don't, I, I became so bitter in a strange land. I couldn't find a job. I couldn't get a job to help myself. I will only eat one time in a day. And I, I, it was so tough for me that I started feeling that kind of quitting. I say, you know, if serving God is what is it all, what is, what I'm facing, why shouldn't I just, just go home? It came to that point that many of my friends that we stay in the same room together, I will see them taking their bags. I'm leaving. You know, see people leaving because of what they were going through. I became so weary. And I will cry and cry and cry every night because of what I was going through. Let me tell you, if weariness is not treated, it will lead to abandonment of what you are doing. You will not want to continue anymore. Maybe you have a project ahead of you and you do not see any hope around that project. Or you do not see any hope around your business. You do not see any help around you. You become so much bitter that you want to abandon the projects. And that is why this passage of the scripture is there in the Bible to encourage you this morning, folks. To encourage you believers that, listen, you should not be weary in well-doing. You know, there was a story I read about a man. They were running the race. 
They blindfolded them. Just a, a, a typical race. They blindfolded them. And they were running. And the man was so tired to the point that he couldn't walk, he couldn't run anymore. And he started crawling, he started crawling, he started crawling, he started crawling, he started crawling. And he got to the point that the man that was behind him, that was leading him, was telling him, one more lap, one more lap, one more lap. And he said, are we almost there? He said, no, one more lap, one more lap. And all what the man was hearing, one more lap, one more lap, one more lap. And he got to the point that it was only one more lap. And because he couldn't see, the guy stopped and he quit. Just one more nap. I'm telling you this morning, every one of us, when we get to that point, when it is only one more lap before we get to the finish line and we quit. The willingness, if it's not treated, the problem is it will lead to abandonment of what you are doing. Being weary. The Bible tells us that we should not be weary in well-doing. If we do not get excited in, in our service to the Lord, we have no joy about our work, there will, be temp- I mean, there will be temptation to run away for something else. You know, you can now understand why Apostle Paul was encouraging the believers at, Galatia Church, at Galatians Church that they should not be weary in well-doing. And what is the cause? The causes of weariness. We look at the problem of weariness. When you allow weariness in your heart, it will make you distressed. And that will lead to depression. Depression will go to stroke. I mean, high blood pressure and stroke. And that is why so many people today, you see so many rich people today, because of the weariness in their business, they started thinking so much. And they become so depressed. From depressed the blood pressure started coming up. And if it is not treated, it will lead to stroke. And I'm telling you believers today, we need to take this seriously. It will lead to depression. It will make our work defective. We will not be able to do anything. And also, it will make us to quit doing what we're supposed to do. So, what is the cause the causes of weariness. There are many reasons why believers are weary in their lives and Christian work. Number one, our inability to take a rest. The number one reason why so many believers today, we are so weary in what we are doing, is our inability to take a rest. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 6, verse 31. Mark chapter 6, verse 31. I want you to take your Bibles this morning to Mark chapter 6, verse 31. This is about Jesus Christ. We know throughout the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ, is always traveling from one place to another. And look at what the Bible says about this. Look, let's start from verse 30. And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they have done, what they have done, and what they have thought. And look at verse 31. And he said unto them, Come ye yourself apart into a desert place. And what? And rest a while. Listen, there are times in our lives that we need to take a rest. The reason why many Christians today, we are so wearied in our service to the law or in our business, in our place of work, is because all we do is work and work and work and work. Even our Lord Jesus Christ got to the point in his life when he asked to tell his disciples, listen, you care so much about much things that you have done, but I want you to come apart unto me and take a rest. You know, there is a blessing for believers when we take a rest. 
You know, after much work and toil, from one village to another, Jesus said unto his disciples, Come ye and rest a while. You know, sometimes in our effort to get a job done, we get weary in the way. If you are not involved in any work for the Lord, I believe strongly that it is time for you to get involved in the work of the Lord. It is important that we give ourselves rest. Many of us, we work from Monday to Sunday. Amen. We don't even give time to rest. Even on Sunday that we are supposed to rest. Is this a well, thank God, I will go to church in the morning. Uh, let me just, I will, I, will not, I will not say anything, no. I will just open my shop in the evening. We don't even give ourselves rest. Oh, I have someone I need to go and meet. You know, we need to come to that point where we let go of any businesses and say, Lord, today I'm giving you only one time. I want to take a rest. You know, rest is good for the body. And in Yoruba, right? I mean, you will all, your work will always be there, right? But your body, you need to take care of your body. You need to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, if everything you do is all work and work and work and work and work, you know, sometimes your business may not be going well and you still go to place of work and people are not coming to buy anything, you get depressed. You get distressed that I've not even seen any result about this. Let me just call it a quit. So that is why we need to take a rest. Take a day and rest. You know, we fail to give God the time he deserves. It is not the number of days that you give yourself that matters, but is there any time for God? Many wonder why God is not blessing them. You know, sometimes we blame our enemies why God is not blessing us, right? You say, oh, it is my enemy. I want to tell me, don't shame me. Let me tell you something. Most of the time, your altar, your, your altar, they are not even the ones that are, that are behind your problems. It is you, yourself, that you are causing the problem for yourself. Because you are not doing what you are supposed to do. Take a rest. Let your body rest. Listen, your body can only handle few things at the same time. Your body cannot handle so many things. And that is why you need to give yourself rest. There is a story in the Bible by the name, I mean, uh, the story of Elijah. How many of you have heard that story of Elijah? The story of Elijah in the Bible. You know, Elijah, he just finished with the prophet of Baal, right? He destroyed them. He made mockery of them. He destroyed about many of them, thousands of them. Okay? And it got to that point, Jezebel came to Elijah. Say, just as you did to those prophets, I'm going to deal with you. You know what Elijah did? Elijah started running, 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 running. And he got to the, to the tree, said, God, I want you to kill me. I'm not, worthy, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to be alive. I want you to kill me. And God said, Elijah, no, I have left 7,000 men whose name I have not bowed down to bear, nor his mouth kiss it. So you don't have to worry. And Elijah said, no, I'm, I, 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 I want to die. You know what God said? God made him sleep. You know, when Elijah sleep and he woke up, the Bible said he was refreshed. And he started the journey again. He got the strength to start the journey. And that is why every one of us, we need to take a time when you rest. Okay? It is not about the amount of time that you put to the work that God blesses. You need to find a time when you can rest so that you will avoid being weary. So God wants us to rest, which is very important to your health. 
Number one, the causes of weariness, our inability to take a rest. Number two, our inability to take a nourishment. Our inability to take a nourishment. What, what do I mean by that? You know, if you are working without food, you know what will happen to you? If you are working without food, you know what will happen? You will get exhausted. It's like you want to, you want to cut the grasses around the church. And you came with, with empty stomach. Or you want to dig a well. And you have no food in your stomach. You know what will happen to you? You will faint inside that well. And let me tell you something. There is no way as believers we can go through life without being fed spiritually. Amen? There is no way we can do that. You know, sometimes we think we can go through life without being fed spiritually. You know, your spiritual life matters. You know, if you are not feeding your spiritual life, if you are not reading your Bible, listen, it is not about you coming to Fellowship Baptist Church. It's about you staying in the Word of God. Listen, we can make a mistake that, oh, I will go to church on Sunday. If that is what you are doing, you are doing it wrong. Have you read your Bible today? Have you prayed today? You know, we need daily spiritual food, daily dose. Some people will call it daily manna. Have you feasted on the word of God? How many hours do you find yourself reading the Bible? You know one thing that, that, is, that bothers me today? We can spend times with our phones. We can spend times with our TV. We can spend times with our friends. But we find it so difficult to spend time in the word of God. It's so, it's so sad. The believers, the Christian, we call ourselves Christian. Let me ask you, how many of you today, I, want, I don't want you to raise up your hand, I want you to ask, I want you to answer this question in your heart. How many of you believers sitting under the sound of my voice today, you've read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation? I'm not asking you to raise up your hands. I'm saying that I want you to ask yourself, from Genesis to Revelation. I've told you this story over and over again of a Muslim that said to me that, have you read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation? Now, if our life depends on this book, if we depend on the Bible, if we depend on the Bible for our nourishment, why are we not feeding on the Word of God? Now, why are we not reading the Bible? Listen, you will get weary if you are not reading the Word of God. There are so many evil in this world. Amen? So many wicked things in this world. The only way you can get consolation, the only way you can get comfort is in the Bible. You know what God did to Elijah? God spoke to him. Amen? Just a simple talk. God spoke to him. You know, Elijah was very okay. Ready to climb the mountains. Ready to go extra mile. And I'm telling you, we need the word of God. We are in a great danger if we are going through Christian life without our personal and private prayer and meditation. There will be no inner strength and freshness to eternal service. We need to be fresh every day you wake up in the morning. You know, sometimes when you read your Bible, I have seen this happen to me many times. There are situations that I face every time. You know, when I read my Bible, and I will just find each problem, each solution to my problems. Solution to my problems, whenever I spend time in the Word of God. So if you want to avoid being weary as believers, listen to me this morning, I want to spend time in the Word of God. 
Feed yourself on the word of God. I'm not saying you should read all the Bible. One chapter of the Bible, one day. You know, as a husband, call your family together. Read the Bible. You know, you make it a mandatory thing in your home that, listen, how can I read my Bible? How can I read my Bible to my family? I want to be a spiritual man. I'm talking to the father this morning. I want to be a spiritual man to my family. How can I read Bibles to my family? Which is very important. The word of God. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The causes of weariness, our inability to take a rest, and our inability to take nourishment, to be nourished. We are faced with difficult challenges in this world. But we need to be spiritually strong to be able to handle those challenges that come our way. And number three, the causes of weariness, our inability to see the results from our labor, right? Our inability to see the result from our, our labor. How many of you you have a business that you do? You have a business. Just raise up your hand. If you have a business that you do. All right. One, two, three. Now, in your business, you realize that every time that the results are coming, you smile differently, right? Any man yato. When we see things coming out from our business, our business is booming, we smile differently. It happens to me too. That the, the degree of smiling will be different. But we get so tired when we go to work every day and people are not patronizing us. We go to work every day and we see no result in what we are doing. We get so tired. Even when you go home and your wife asks you a small question, not a big question, no, a very small question like this. Uh, <clears throat> Why do you ask to greet me? Just a simple you are welcome. We get so angry because things are not going well with us. I'm saying this to you believers today. In our inability to see the result from our labor we cause someone to be waiting. The beauty of work is to see the result from coming, I mean coming out from your labor. But we get weary when we not see the result instantly. We are quick to call it a day and then quit on God. And sometimes we look at our labor as vain. But it is not in vain. When you focus on the result instantly, you will miss out. You know, what about my prayers? You know, I've been praying for so many years. Why are my prayers not being answered? You know, we ask yourself, I pray day and night. I go to church. I pray to God. But I've been praying and praying for this particular project. Why are my prayers not being answered? You can get depressed, weary, when you do not see the result instantly from your labor. You know, sometimes as a pastor, you know, we started a church a year ago. And sometimes we come to church and say, ah, why is it that our church is not full? You know, we have a nice place. But you know what? It is not about that. I know the result will come. That is what the Bible says. And let us not be weary in well doing. We shall reap if we what? Faint not. Amen? So we should not get tired because our result will come if we faint not. Why is my business not moving? Why am I, am not, am I not getting the job? It is true that the lack of result take people to the land of weariness. But you don't have to stay there because it is not rewarding at all. 
And what is the solution to our weariness? What is the solution to our weariness? How can we biblically deal with weariness in our lives? I can tell you that many people are going through the motion of weariness this morning. But don't have to stay long in this path when you can enjoy the victory. Number one, how you can deal with weariness, you need to understand the importance of rest and nourishment. You know, there is nothing wrong in taking time to rest and nourish yourself spiritually. It is important that we take good care of ourselves. Many of us, all what we know is work, 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 work. Let me tell you, in in U.S., they call some people workaholic. They don't have any social life. Everything about them, work in the morning, work in the afternoon, work in the evening. Especially the Africans. Because they want to send money home. They want to build houses for their parents. So they don't have any social life. All what they do is work, 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 work. We shouldn't do that. We should take time that we rest. Find a time. You read your Bible. You pray. You visit. Listen, go hiking. Go, go to mountains. Climb mountains. Explore so many things. Refresh yourself. Don't walk, 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 walk. I, I, I said this before when I was in, in the church in Udumash. I said, are we not going to eat? Someone asked me, oh, if I take time to rest, am I not going to eat? I said, listen, it's better for you to rest than for you to die. Because if you don't take a time to rest, your body will get tired and you'll be weary. So we need to, be, we need to take time to rest and nourish ourselves spiritually. And that is why on Monday is our free day. We don't work on Monday. Here, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we work, 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 we go so many. But Monday, we don't do anything. That is our free day. We made ourselves to rest. Because if we don't rest, it will affect our body. The same thing applicable to you. You need to take a time for you to rest. You know, find a place where you'll be alone without anyone disturbing you. Then you can focus on yourself and God. And that is why people, people go on vacation to do that. Number two, I want you to understand that God is watching you. Amen? God is watching you. Our toy and labor is being watched by God. You will begin to do everything. I mean, when you realize that your work and labor is being watched by God, you begin to do everything to the glory of God and for the expansion of His kingdom. The Bible says, whether we eat or drink, whatsoever we do, we should do it to the glory of God. Look at what the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Are we all there? 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Look at what the Bible says. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be you what? Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in what? It's not in vain. Amen? So God is telling us that our labor is not in vain. So you need to understand that it is only vain without the Lord. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I want you to understand that the result may be delayed, but your result is not in vain. You know, it is far too easy to grow weary 
When people don't say thank you, or they take you for granted. But we are not doing it for men, we are doing it for God. You know, every time you come to church, you say, ah, pastor does not even notice me. You know, I'm not even valuable. I just come to church, I'm not even doing anything. But listen up, we are not doing it for men, for the praise of men. The Bible says, whatsoever we do, we should do it outly, as unto the Lord, and not unto men. So everything you do, you don't do it because of me. You don't do it because, because of anyone. You should do it because of God. So God is the one that will reward you accordingly. Sometimes in our desire to see things done quickly, we get so much in trouble and mess. When we allow willingness to be left untreated, it will affect every area of our lives. It will affect our marriage. It will affect our business. It will affect our home. And that is why we have this admonition from the word of God. Let us not be weary in well-doing. Are you weary this morning? Is there anything that you are going through that you feel like, Pastor, I don't think I can ever cope with this. I don't even think I can ever do this on my home. I'm not asking you to do it on your home. I want you to think about Christ is watching you. Even though the labor, the result may be delayed, the Bible says it is not in vain. I want you to look at the last passage, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. Look at what the Bible says again. Are we all there? 2 Thessalonians 3, 13. But ye, what? Brethren. You know, you, you, you find it so interesting in the Bible that always referring to Christians to brethren, right? Say, but brethren. Say, but ye, brethren, be not what? Weary. In what? In well-doing. So God is telling us that, brethren, I don't want you to be weary in well-doing. Listen, if you are not doing anything for the Lord, if you are not doing anything at all, if you are not serving God, if you are not doing anything, this message is not for you. It is for people who are in. So you can get tired of, but you can be weary in well-doing. You can be weary in what you are doing. Maybe you have been helping someone over and over again and the person is kind of not responding or maybe the person is not being grateful. The Bible says we should not be weary. In what? In well-doing. In due season, we shall reap. In due season, we shall what? We shall reap. God promised and God will never lie. He said, if we faint not, we shall reap. The word faint means to quit. So if you faint, you cease to participate in what you are doing. The reward will not be there. But the reward is always for those who are not weary in well-doing. Every hear about this morning. Father, we thank you so much for the message. Thank you for the messenger. Thank you so much for the people that have heard the word this morning. Father, I pray, we know that we go through that season that we get so weary. We pray for strength and grace for us to be lifted up, for us to be strengthened. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that we help someone today that is, being, that is weary to realize that the only source of strength and hope is in you. 
and our our labor is not in vain. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done. And I want to say this. If anyone is here this morning and you are not 100% sure that when you die, you go to heaven, we can take the Bible and show you, according to the word of God, how you can be 100% sure that when you die, you will go to heaven. And if you are not a child of God, you say, Pastor, I wanted to show me how to become a child of God. This morning, we do raise up your hands this morning. You are making that decision. I'm not a child of God. I want to know how to become a child of God. I want you to show me from the Bible. We will show you from the Word of God how to do that. You don't have to feel ashamed. You don't have to be embarrassed. All right, thank you. All right, let's stand up together, everyone, this morning. Let's stand up together. Uh, Let's stand up together. All right, we should not forget, uh, we'll be doing